Welcome to the Night Society, where we talk about myths, legends, spooky things, lore, haunted forests, monsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of those beautiful things. And today we are talking about an amazing haunted forest in Romania. Baku Forest. Ooh, nice. Killing it. I've been practicing the pronunciation. <laughs> um, yeah, so um this forest is uh right outside of the city it's cluj napoca is that how you say that you got it um no we didn't oh no my name right now my name is kelsey and i'm cole and kelsey's a little gung-ho right now oh sorry i just want to talk about spooky forests okay Hit us. Okay. So it's right outside of the city in Romania. Um, and it's technically kind of the, the they call it the heart of Transylvania. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily relevant, but like everything I looked up talked about it being the heart of Transylvania. It's October. I know. Spoopy things. Samhain. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So um, we're going to talk about this amazing forest. So picture this. You are in the middle of a Romanian city. Um, Go on. <laughs> um, Tell me more. Yeah. So I think it's kind of like medieval architecture. I might be totally wrong, but definitely an old city. You're walking towards um, the edge of the city when you come across this forest. The forest itself is kind of similar to like, I guess, Central Park. And then it kind of starts abruptly outside. It. It's like right inside the city. Um, but it's this, it's not as like rigid and straight. Um, you enter this forest and it's this beautiful park. There's paths, there's bike paths, people running, um, archery stuff. I mean, just like, it's a place that's like lived yeah, in. There's like a, a recreation, mm-hmm. uh, website. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. It's a, it's like a, it's a park, you know? And, and, and I would like to highlight too, the, the part of the park that we're talking about is about three kilometers mm-hmm. where this space also bump, like kind of grows into a larger i i don't know i was going to say unincorporated space but a larger I mean, network yeah, of, of land plant life yeah, um, land. trees and <laughs> the water systems there's totally. a whole lot going on but there but this kind of this section that we're speaking of is kind of self-contained in this park um this city park so you're walking into this forest as you look around you are seeing these gnarled black moss covered pine trees they bend in weird ways they look kind of tormented i actually didn't know they were pine trees i look yeah pine trees um i had to look that up because i was curious um you see them bent in a bunch of different ways you see a couple that have like right angles in them um and you just are seeing them as you're walking into the forest and then as you're continuing on your path all of a sudden you come to this stark clearing, just this circle in the middle of the forest where nothing grows. The round meadow. The round meadow. Um, Which I think is a really good Poyano Rotunda. Ooh. I did write that one down. The round meadow. Um, there's minimal vegetation there. There are no trees whatsoever. Um, and it's like a, a drop nothing. off. It's like yeah, tree, nothing. tree, tree, grass. Nothing. Yeah, nothing can grow there. They've done tests of the soil. Um, it, there's just nothing. It's just empty. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up bringing or them doing tests on the soil because when I was reading mm. and watching things about this, I was like, "Fucking test the soil." Yeah. And then they're like, 
They're like, oh, yeah, next They're like, we we tested the soil. Yeah. There's no difference between the soil in the round meadow and then where the trees are growing, which I thought was really interesting. I thought, like... There had to have been a difference or something. There's acid rain that only happens in this circular space. Yeah. But Uh, no. Yeah. But the main thing about this forest, kind of other than the creepy vibes they got going on, is that there is a ton of activity. Um, Ton of activity. Spirits are seen there. Um... UFOs have been seen there. Yeah. I mean, spoilers for later, but um, just tons of activity and everybody around knows it's now a destination that you go there. Which, it, which has to be weird. I, mean, I don't think I've ever lived by... Like, I think of Gettysburg. Well, I have. Uh, <laughs> right, but like, I don't... I can't think of like a place. A, des- a haunted destination. Yeah. I don't know. You wouldn't know what that would be like? Yeah, like, to be like, oh, yeah, like, people are in town to go to Gettysburg, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my backyard all the time. Mm. I Like, in my head, that that feels weird, even though I know it shouldn't. Oh, my God, I love that. That was, like, my favorite thing about living in Maryland is, like, everything's haunted. You want to go on a ghost tour? Like, walk outside. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> with everything being haunted, like, that's fine. Yeah. But, like... But not, like, a destination yeah, place. Yeah, that, 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 that... I don't want to say that ratchet, ratchets up the intensity, but that's just, like, a, a, a interesting mental space to be in. I like, guess. I mean, we had Glendale Hospital near us growing up, and it was a, like, sanatorium that's, like, completely abandoned, and people would, like, travel. Like to, yeah, I mean, it was rough. But... Yeah, I don't know. I think this is very interesting because I did see in my research that tourism is a oh, pretty yeah. large I, I can't imagine aspect of their economy. Anyways, I mean, so I've seen this place on two large shows, Destination Truth and Ghost Adventures is and this maybe true? Ghost Hunters, which is probably they need a better name, but I think they were there as well. Yeah. They might have been with Ghost Adventures. Uh but talking about activity and beings and spirits uh what i found really interesting what i didn't know about this place is that there's a neolithic settlement that Mm -hmm. they found there yeah which they're guessing dates back to 6500 bc Mm -hmm. which is a a good that's a good chunk of time that is a great chunk of time i'd Um, say and having it be neolithic that makes me also think of new grange in ireland uh pyramids uh, Machu Picchu, mm-hmm. uh, but like when I think about those spaces, a lot of you know when they dive into like what those settlements were, we don't always know, but we do find out that they're lined up with celestial beings or on ley lines, mm-hmm. some Excuse kind me. of some kind of energetic component. Yeah. So with with the forest being spooky but having you know i keep wanting to say spoopy and i I know know that's not do you know that spoopy thing came from a misprint on a target halloween tchotchke no a few years ago yeah you're welcome i mean fun fact from this point forward we'll probably say spoopy but (laughs) so next time you're doing bar trivia uh but but let's talk about some energetic spaces uh i think it's really interesting oh god punched my mic (laughs) so sorry i'm leaving it in uh but to think about this space, like we don't know that much about this forest. I personally don't know much about Transylvania and Romania, mm-hmm. but to other have, than Dracula, you know, which cliche, which was too easy of a choice, way too easy. So, but, <laughs> but to think about like the settlement, like the civilization, which they don't even know that much about, 
I'm going to assume they were on to something because I'm going to attribute everything to this round meadow just because I find it so fascinating. Mm-hmm. But with the energy that is happening there, like there's, you're in a forest, so there's not going to be a whole lot of like electricity interf- interference. Mm-hmm. Like EMF detectors do spike on people's investigations there. Batteries get drained. Totally. Um, like there's definitely some some abnormalities in that space uh but i i i've this is like my indiana jones coming out like i really love but i really love thinking like i love the unknown which is why we're doing this podcast but Mm -hmm. i like that we don't have answers for this we don't know why this the settlement occurred maybe it was convenient but it's interesting that it's lining up with these contorted trees and Mm -hmm. then these trees trees, yeah, like in like a three kilometer forest, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden nothing. Yeah, but in that same space, we have all this activity, all this activity, and all this documentation mm-hmm. that has happened. And then, uh, we'll go. We we'll get yeah, that in a second. But but we have all this documentation of these these things occurring. Mm-hmm. So uh, not no. Uh, I like to think that like le- Neolithic era new stuff that like we forgot. Yeah, you know. Especially like oh, I think that gives me hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when when they talk about this is totally a, a tiny tangent, but when they talk about like the stonework of Neolithic mm-hmm. civilizations and like how precise yeah. like cuts could be and it's how like ma- shit. but like <laughs> how like Machu Picchu, like the stones mm-hmm. are cut so they fit within each other and there's yeah. not really mortar. Mm-hmm. Like this girl right here, Ooh, it's getting hot in here. I love it. <laughs> talk to me more. Oh, I like it. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about the documentation. Let's talk about it. So, what's his name? Let's see. In 1953, someone named Alexander Sift um, started documenting. I think he was just a person that walked in the forest I, I, frequently. I believe. I don't know if he started two, with a with a background. two of the accounts. I believe. I believe they were him. Mm-hmm. He was camping with oh, okay. with friends initially. Yeah. Which is... Well, so he basically made a career... Well, actually, that implies money. He he is a person who documented... I remember, like, the number was in the thousands. Thousands of instances of spirits, of taking uh, photographs and seeing, uh, like, orbs in them, of... And I mean, a lot of light orbs, a lot of light orbs, a lot of attributed light refractor refracting kind of things. Um, A lot of shadows and photos. Mm -hmm. Um, Was he he the one who also found like the the head that appeared? Yeah, man. Do you see that? Fuck that shit. Well, that's going to fuck me up later when I I just remembered and I'm (laughs) upset about it. Yeah. It just looks like a decapitated head. Like but in like the grass, calmly chilling there. Yeah, just relaxing, as like, if like a person just walked out of frame. Yeah, but like, yeah. <sighs> <sighs> okay. um, but I, he's also the the first photographs that started to get him to come back to this space, which is insane because I don't know if I would be like, cool. No, I'm curious. Tuesday yeah. afternoon, let's yeah. go. I don't know if I have that in me. Like, no, I don't I, know I if my I'm little heart can take it. I am flight when it comes to flight or fight. Yeah, um, but. His first instance was his friend, I believe, I think in the the story I saw, his friend being like, hey, dude, like, come check this out. Mm. 
And there was like this silver thing in the sky that was, I think, semi-illuminated, which is what caught their eye and it was shining. Oh, wait, wait. Are you talking about the UFO? Yeah, I believe. That wasn't him. Oh. That was Emil Benea. And that was in 1968. I thought they were the same. He got straight up photographs. Yeah. Capital P. Which is bonkers because now... Oh, no, I saw photographs because there, mm-hmm. there's detailed illustrations of like how of the trajectory and everything uh, like, but also of how like the light is is reflecting off that like chrome surface, yeah. which like the photographs, I was just like, oh, whatever. But then when I saw those illustrations mm-hmm. and like the time and care put into them, you're like, oh, I was I just like, this. well, no, not that I just get this, but like, oh, this is some shit. Yeah. Like, dude, there it's kind of it's very eerie. But so. These are kind of the two main scientific documentation. Well, maybe not two. I mean, seriously, Alexandru like did thousands of photos. Um, but with this UFO sighting, which actually is one of many, but this is the, fo- the only one that's f- photographed there, and it takes place right in the blank space mm-hmm. in the meadow. Um, so which which one of the gentlemen had a bunch of photos that the government took? Oh, so that is Alexandru. Okay. So he was doing this up until about, I think it was 1994, or at least in the 90s. Okay. He had a protege. I'm not sure if it was Emil, but I know that he had a protege and he was basically gifting the photographs to him to, to continue, continue. to continue okay. the work after he passed away. So he passed away. The photos were stolen. Were, were, like... It, they made it imply like the like his like home or office mm-hmm. or something got like ransacked yeah. to hell. And actually before that, and I think actually before Alexandru died, um, he had to turn over some of his photographs to the communist government. Which like sucks butt. Mm-hmm. But they released it. So yeah. like they had to inspect them first and then released it to the public. But like if you if you think about stories concerning like ufos and like area 51 and mm-hmm. stuff like there's definitely like the confiscation of totally goods to Proof. be like cool for the science yeah um, so those got released back out into the public and and that's actually i think why we were we you and i were able to see the yeah. ufo photos but then in the 90s the photos that um his protege had he was the, his house was broken into and they were all stolen just um, or destroyed so interesting right I'm not a UFO person, but like this shit was cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But I'm. Mm. Are you a UFO person? Um, I just like can't think that like galactically. Yeah. It's too I big. mean, I've been to like, okay, so like you, it would be selfish to think that there's nothing out there. Oh, totally. Me. Like, I mean, you know I, I agree mean? with that fact. Just I just try not to think about it. Like, I don't <laughs> think I'm that important, you know, or yeah. like we're that important in yeah. the grand scheme of things. I hope not. Oh God! Um, but you know, I have been to the UFO Watchtower in Hooper, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Shoutouts, because um, <laughs> they're listening. Yeah, <laughs> hey it there. might be. Hi, aliens. Um, but granted, that, like that's in the San Luis Valley, and that yeah, if you're gonna see any UFOs, that's where you're gonna see. Yeah, them. the the t- I spent just you know like four days out there or mm-hmm. whatever, but. I've told you before, I've literally never seen that many stars in the sky. Yeah. And we have so many, like, we as in Earth have so many, like, satellites that are in and out and above. I don't know how space really works, but I know that there's a bunch of satellites in and around the air. Yeah. So, like, it could be any amount of, like, debris falling or satellites. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if we're interesting enough for anyone to come check out. No. But I, I... 
hey, surprise, I like that level of mystery. Yeah, um, I mean, that's true. that's true. And to be out there and, like, to, like, be on top of a domed building with, like, a weird, I would say, questionable corrugated steel structure, um, it was still really cool. Like, I was there in the middle of the day, but mm. people literally are like, cool, there is no light pollution here, so they yeah. can go and, like, do, do their work. Yeah. And there's something like really earnest that I love about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally true. Um, so ooh, one thing I did want to mention, and I think this is cool knowing the Neolithic ruin past. So I'm not sure who it was, but um it might have been Alexandru. He had taken these photos and he did a whole lot of work. And in the photos he found ruins. Like he saw oh, these ruins. Yes. I think he might have seen them IRL. I couldn't really tell by the writing. Um, yeah, because he took the photos. He took the photos. <laughs> I guess that's true. Well, <laughs> all right, I deserve that. Um, and so he went back the next day to document the photo, to document the ruins again. Was and it they the were next gone. Day? I, I, and didn't the, 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 blah, 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 the structure like fade in the photograph and the, or the photographs like oh i don't know i didn't see that um, but that'd be so cool. i don't i don't i don't want to say that the the mm. structure in the photo just like evaporated and it was just trees but i believe the the photos themselves like burned had, or like oh, changed like, you know how like paper like mm-hmm. has the acidic burn over time yeah. i think the photographs just kind of eroded that way as well creepy um i i think so many of these so many of these accounts are incredibly fascinating like a lot of the accounts that I saw weren't really specific, but there was a lot of kind of violence um, that's experienced in these forests, like scratches, burns, Mm -hmm. rashes, getting pushed. Hey there, dear listeners. Cole here. Uh, Sorry for the weird audio interruption. Uh, I've left in coming up here about a minute and a half of a weird occurrence from when we were recording. Uh, We record in an old 1930s renovated convent, and uh, where we were sitting we could see like shadows moving. Um, Granted it could have been a light source from outside, uh, but it kind of spooked us so uh, you can hear us like going to investigate. Uh, I didn't like it, it felt weird, Um, very uncomfortable. It could have been that we were talking about spooky things and it got the best of us. Uh, but yeah, I didn't like it, but just wanted to give a little bit of context for the interruption to the show, and, uh, by interrupting the show. When I think about that, that seems ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, I hope you're enjoying the show, and I'll let you get back to it. Dude, I'm getting some weird-ass vibes. I don't like it. Like, I keep- turn the light on. I'm not going in there right now. (sighs) Okay. I literally- it's like someone who it. keeps sticking their head out. I don't want. I don't want to deal with it. Let's right do now. it right now together. I don't want to go turn the light on. Let's go together. Okay. We have taken care of the kitchen ghosts. Everything is fine. Whew. Okay. I, I can s- 
I'm going to pivot so I can't. Uh. Okay. So we were talking about spooky accounts. Um, yeah. So people have rashes. They have burns. They have scratches. Um, a lot of people see entities. A lot of bullshit. Yeah. I mean, not bullshit. Well, like. <laughs> I was like, I'm, that sounds rude. No, but like, I'm thinking like. A lot of like not nice sect. Yeah. 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 Like. I, I just don't like, I don't, I'm not picking up what you're putting down if you're doing that. You know what yeah, I mean? That's definitely like not friendly energy. Yeah. Um, something that I think is also really interesting is they, they just kept reiterating like the quantity of spirits. Like yeah. it's definitely like a portal almost because it was like different people. Um, there's many accounts of like one of them was uh, people camping and, like a gentleman walked up with a limp asking how to get back to the city yeah. and they gave him really like easy, sh- like super easy directions. Hey. Followed, follow this. Yeah. Um, and they had friends behind them. Yeah. So if in the meadow, was, actually, and he was walking in the opposite direction. So like he would have passed them on the way and then they never saw him like yeah. a lot of stuff like that. Um, and I just think it's, it's, it's so interesting because like it's definitely it seems more like a portal. It's not a forest that's known for like suicide rates. It's not a forest that's known for violence. It's mm-hmm. just that these spirits are here and not just humans either. There were reports of like a uh leopard-like yeah. creature. Um they just said like a big cat, kind of like a leopard. Um Also there I think from that, this may have been from a video. There was a bird that yes, it was endangered. It's called a bustard. A bustard. A bustard. Which sounds like on literally sounds like a type of bread. It does. Uh, but yeah, there it was on the verge of extinction and populated nowhere near this like climate, yeah. and they found one. Which is like, I don't. Okay, you know. I think we watched this the same video. Yeah. But like when they talk about the bird, I find the bird really interesting just because like there's a point of reference in that at least that like region-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, cool, we know what this is. This yeah. is a thing. We know it's endangered. It's not supposed to be Why in this Why are you in this forest, bro? Yeah. I find that I'm just like, oh, okay, like that's weird. Like I've definitely had shit out of place in my life. I had peacocks in my backyard once. I guess that's true. Maybe you know someone I mean? had, a, had a bustard pet. Um, <laughs> bustard. But the jaguar thing, you know, that makes me... Leopard. Sorry. Big cat, really. Yeah, they said it was a large cat. Mm -hmm. And I actually read that same account Mm -hmm. um, as a large cat somewhere else. And I find that one... I don't want to say more far-fetched, but I just... That makes me think of, like, the Sasquatch thing. Like, like, it was interesting that even my brain was just like, well, it's probably, like, a bear. But I'm like, okay, well, I didn't go into, like, the fucking mammalian like buildup of this forest mm-hmm. but <laughs> you know but like do I have a large cat like i don't know of any but also large like a cats. large cat near a city yeah no that's fucked yeah i think my favorite and it's also one of the most famous stories of this is of the five-year-old girl did oh, you read yeah. that one totally so there has been many many accounts of people going into this forest and not coming out yeah. Um, and so the most famous of stories is that a girl went in, she was five years old. She wandered into the forest. Um, they, they sent a search party looking for her. And like, would you say it was three kilometers? 
the forest forest yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so like relatively not the biggest like yeah. when it comes to a search party like if you fanned out with a guy mm-hmm. with I've, like a hundred people you'd i've be watched good. finding bigfoot and you can rally some people you can together. rally some people um and so everyone went out searching for her and they could not find her years passed yeah it was five years later five years later she returned in the same in outfit. the same clothes and she had like amnesia and didn't know like she had no like, idea yeah Which i is, couldn't tell if she was like the same age or like but yeah the, it didn't it i don't didn't think elaborate. she was but it's like that's really interesting to think about in the context of like multiple people go missing and she's the one who returned yeah uh when you think of like some people have disappeared and then they've some people do pass away from suicide yeah but like there's been what i found the most interesting was some people have disappeared and they've gotten a small search party together Mm -hmm. that search party goes out and they have a like a time slip for them so oh, when yeah, they like, return there's a search party looking for the search party and they're yeah. like we haven't we yeah. just left they're like you've been gone for seven hours yeah or they're like they've been gone for days and they have like no memory of like yeah. what the fuck yeah which is i just got goosebumps yeah that's creepy that's some, that's some spoopy stuff like i I think it's like when there's time slips like that, yeah. like where like consciousness but is then in play. Again, if I want to play devil's advocate though, oh, like no. in a forest though, that makes sense. Yeah, I, the, a it forest is, is like the natural casino. The, the sun, <laughs> the sun is obscured. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> but the sun is obscured. You have your your vision is also obscured, not just by mm-hmm. tree trunks, but like if you're standing in in and around things mm-hmm. like cam camouflage baby yeah, yeah um but also like it just happens usually when you're in nature yeah to me at least i find nature terrifying that's yeah. part of why we're here i I'm mean true i'm gonna talk about the wombat next week and how how, how you hate the thing. wombat no i actually love them oh well Fun fact, I- they poop squares <laughs> And they also crush oh, their Jesus. their enemies with their butts. <laughs> with their butts. I don't know. That I didn't know. Because you're you. Um, can I talk about trees now? I'm leaving it in. Yeah. <laughs> talk to me about them trees. Um, so I think it's very interesting about the trees. That's of course naturally what I like started looking up. Um, because all of the trees in this forest are really gnarled. Um, and like there's many occasions in there about um where like seven trees are growing out of one trunk and if i don't know i didn't look too deep into it but i'm pretty sure pine trees don't typically do that i don't know they cluster but they usually don't like grow on top of each other they also don't gnarl and i mean if you're not driving and you're listening to this highly recommend look looking up some of the trees that are in this forest because i mean they are very beautiful but they are they they look tormented it like, looks like if you put it looks like Dante's Inferno and you put like lichens or moss on it. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, that's a forest. Now. It definitely gave me Dante's Inferno um, vibes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Never read it. It's amazing. One. Or played it. Um, There's ugh, a video no. Game. Stop. Um, in Dante's Inferno and in one of the rings of hell, people who have died by suicide, they get turned into trees and they get their their branches broken off. Yeah, that's so. I mean, sad. it's punishment. You're in hell, that's but it's so like sad. that's kind of what these trees look like. There's yeah. like humans frozen in them. Yeah. Um. So that I think is really fascinating. 
another section of trees. Um, it's actually just a small section in the forest. Um, they basically bend at 90 degrees about a foot off the ground. Is this, it's close to one of the walkways, is it not? Yeah, it, I think it is. I don't, so that kind of I haven't been there. So. <laughs> so I found this really fascinating because I wanted to know like what, like what is that? So a couple of the theories that I saw, um, where they bent. So like actually kind of one of the main reasons why it's creepy and not normal um, not like a natural growth process is because all of the movements that you see in a lot of these trees are sudden. Mm-hmm. It's like sharp angles. It's not like a graceful, it's yeah. not like when you see a tree trunk try and grow through a fence. That's a gradual. Yeah. It also ma- like mal- it's, malformation. It's, it's the antithesis of like the, the curated bonsai where you have like those oh, nice, like yeah. swooping. Definitely not nice swoops. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is like more abrupt aggressive app. yeah totally um and so there's these trees that have that they look they look like a j um so it kind of swoops back up so it looks like they come out of the ground and then maybe like a foot 16 inches off the ground they shoot back down towards the ground and yeah curve and back then up. curve back up yeah so you know you see some of these kind of trees similar to this um i don't like it on like on plateaus where they're like getting berated right. by wind but but they're, it's higher. It's up, in the right? middle of this forest. Yeah. These trees are in the middle of the forest. Yes, they're on like a trail, but it's, it's not like an open space. Yeah. Um, so thoughts on that. Um, some people think that they like calculated it that these bends happened seven years after they were planted. And I think the forest was supplemented in the like what did I say? Like nineteen thirties or something. Okay. Um, I don't know. That could be a totally wrong number, but um, that aligns like with war. Yeah. So they were they could have been hand planted oh. and then someone could have tried to bend them when they were seedlings um to do furniture or to just like have bent trees and I turn them into that. like an arch. And then the war broke out and then they weren't able to tend to it. So that's I, why there's I only really one like bend. That. I like it takes a little bit out of it makes it sadder actually. But I, it takes that mystery out. But like to think of someone, like imprinting themselves on nature. Yeah, but it's also like one you're like, I don't know, like doing a certain like you're tending to nature, you're tending mm. to a forest, you're planting plants, and then there's also like that weird curation of like cool, like I'm gonna maybe bend this for furniture or mm. if they're over the walkway and maybe to like be arched arched ways um, yeah i think that would be beautiful but but a like, lot of work i don't know there's some weird like man controlling nature things over there i don't want to deal about like, deal <laughs> with. but I, I think that's really beautiful but then it's also like beautiful and sad that that hypothetically this was interrupted by war because like like obviously the person never finished yeah i think the town uh the Cluj or Cluj, i can't remember the name nakopa no, no. i got this hold on Cluj nakopa Yes, beautiful. Napoca. Napoca? Yeah. Nacopa. I don't know. Copacabana. No. Anyways, the it got abandoned. It was abandoned for a certain amount of years. Oh wow. Um so that is one hypothetical because it's just this one group of trees. The people just like mm-hmm. roll bounced or passed. Another away. theory is that when the war broke out, tanks came through. Not as beautiful. 
not as a be- not as poetic, but at the same point, like they could have broken seedlings and kind of forced them to grow how they laid. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm a little dubious about that one because, that one like, far- I feel like it would just kill the sapling. I'm not here to say that that's far fetched, but mm-hmm. if I think of the weight of a tank, yeah, that's. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, that's like, a lot. If I just like look at yeah the weight of a tank, but like if that's, I mean, if, okay, yeah, like I'll still take it, but. Yeah. Um, do you have any other stories you want to share? I just think it's really fascinating that we have, it's like a little cocktail, this space. Of like cocktail of, yeah, like spooky things. Yeah. Yeah. I think if it was just like, if it was just the trees, I'd be like, oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Or if it was just the, fo- the, the field, if it was just the round meadow, I'd be like, that's, that sure is odd. Yeah. Or. You can actually see it on Google maps. Yeah. For the record. You could look it up. Or like if we, if we, you know, I'll take the, just the UFO sightings and be like, yeah, that's yeah, that's dope. It's just this, but it's yeah. it's just a gateway. You got all of this happening, mm-hmm. at, and at, in like relatively quick succession totally. too. Um, like there's countless stories online of just like you know, hey, I was camping with my friends and this happened, or we heard this. Yeah. Um, there's like there's countless documentation of people being. Like camping in the forest, which like I'm sorry, I just don't know if I would do that. I'm not a, I'm I've never camped, so this seems like jumping into the fucking deep end. Maybe I'm too from the east coast, but I don't think I would ever camp in a city park. Uh, okay, okay, bougie, but no, I mean there's like creepy people there. Oh, uh, well, yeah, this or is creepy spirits. This is proving it. <laughs> there's countless documentation of them people being in this forest, which is fairly remote. Like you're, n- you're. Yes, there's a city by, but like people hearing screams, mm-hmm. ambulance Things sounds blowing up. Yeah, like explosions, but it's it's always like bursts of yeah. sounds. It's not like the ambulance goes on and on like it's traveling. It's just like the yeah, like it's people. So like I heard. I like wonder two, how like, much of that's reverberation off the hills, though. Yes, the, this place you called it earlier when we were chatting. Like the, a it's cauldron. like a cauldron. Yeah. Um, like you descend into the city because we were like we were trying to talk about like how we were gonna introduce this space because we have limestone mm-hmm. uh, hills and there's like rivers to the north I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a five kilometer deep lake relatively nearby that has a similar monster in, in it to uh, Loch Ness. Episode three, man. This place is a spooky place. There's also catacombs beneath the city. They also, one of their uh, tourist features, quote-unquote tourist things in the city nearby, is a crying Madonna. Do you know that? So. This is like the cool place to go. So. um, We should go. So the crying Madonna thing always freaks me out. Mm -hmm. Because I remember when I was really young, I lived in South Florida. And, uh. I was raised Roman Catholic and we had friends who now that I'm talking, I don't know where the brother lived, but it was like my friend's mom, her brother was part of, they looked like the Vatican, um, like Swiss guard, Mm -hmm. like in their, in their wardrobe, like very like pomp of circumstance, like not the same color, color palette they had at my friend's house. A, a Madonna who cried and like they were like bringing it through town or whatever. And then my friend's mom, Mary was just like, yeah, like 
we can have it in my house and like this could be nope yeah so nope, nope, nope. i just remember there was a day that like i hung out at the the pool in their neighborhood and i remember watching darkwing duck and and there was a crying madonna hanging out with and you. there was a crying Weird. madonna in their house and like literally like the the and you're like sensitive local, to that kind of shit. The local so church like shit were, were the church shit. Sorry, um, they were going to her house, and they were like, my mom stayed in there and like prayed, Weird. and and I like I don't remember if it was like blood or like would water. I, tears. Would I do that if I were to like make that in my lens? I don't know. I'm not here to judge. But I know that that feels weird to have that like in someone's house. Yeah, and I remember it being in her living room, Ugh. and it wasn't, <laughs> and it wasn't like a tiny statue either. Yeah. Like in my, in my like, granted, I was tiny, but I, like in my memory, mm. it feels like it was like four, four and a half feet tall. Yeah, and I just remember like, like I remember there being like a lot of like drapes, like red, like crimson drapes that were put up. That weren't in her house usually. Or maybe I just noticed it because how they were arranged. Interesting. But like, how fucking weird to invite that into your home? Yeah. No, thank you. I was trying to think of like relatively like if there was something that if I had a statue that cried. I don't. I, I just, would be like, hey, bye. I just don't think I need that. Yeah. That's an energy. That's an energy for sure. Yeah. But, well, kind of on that note, too, I did think it was really hilarious that a lot of the articles that I found said that it is a really popular spot for Satanists and Wiccans. Oh, yes. The Wiccans. <laughs> the Wiccans. Um, and what, what is it? it was always just this like casual. Are you talking about Halloween town? Yeah. I'm a Wiccan. I'm a Wiccan. God, that's it's so my good. Favorite Tis Halloween the season, movie. y'all. You better watch that movie. Um, it's my favorite Halloween movie um, because it's Halloween town. That's yeah. why. Yeah, because it's Be- a town. 24-7, baby. It's not a good oh, movie. Goodness gracious. What was I saying? Wiccans. Oh, yeah. and just, it was so funny because it was always like the last, like, closer throwaway line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's really popular with Satanists and Wiccans. Which, which I do think is really funny. But at the end of the day, like, if there is a forest that I know of that has a meadow in the middle of it, you better believe I'm going to do ritual work there because like you can see the moon. Then you're in the middle of a forest. You can see all around you. You're not going to yeah. be like surrounded by forests. It's not going to be scary, it's, but it's just, it's really interesting to to think like I didn't. And like, think of all that into power. That totally. But like to think of, I did see that in a few articles, but like the connotation or like the tone of the which tone of that, that was, was definitely like, look at these is idiots. So different yeah. from like, like when I lived in Ireland and we would visit like a cairn, mm-hmm. and then there'd be still like there's still druids that practice there, yeah. And so there'd be a cairn with like an altar on the side that would have fresh flowers, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is weird. They're like, oh no, like druids still practice it. It was so yeah. like matter, so like, casual. It wasn't like it was. Like, it wasn't tokenized. Yeah, it wasn't, and it wasn't. It's not popular, mm-hmm. but it's still a it's thing that it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, people do that. Like, yeah. Whatever. Dope. And I'm like, these oh. comments definitely felt like, oh, well, careful. You might see some goth kids in this forest. Like that was definitely the tone of it. But are they listening to the cure? Because I'm down. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. But I don't know. I just thought that was really I thought it was really interesting to see that at the end of these because like. You know, it, maybe the people that are going in there and doing ritual work are trying to help. Yeah. You know, or like trying to pass through themselves or like, I don't know. Don't judge. Don't don't judge people. That is really interesting, though, like the, to think of it as not just this like hotbed of of 
of sweet, sweet action of activity that like kind of has this negative connotation. But it's also like an uber transitory space. It is because of all that activity and how that activity is manifesting, but also with it being a location with a trail through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's there's that aspect of journey. Yeah, um, that's very true. Um, I would feel like that would be a really intense space to sit in. Yeah, I, I, I think it would be very difficult. I think so too. To be stationary, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, the whole forest is moving. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. I, f- I feel like the energy there, just with like how we were reading it, and I think even how we're talking mm-hmm. about it, it's definitely like it like pulls you. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely a place where I think it tells its own story. Yeah. Um, and it would be a place that I would be intrigued to go and not intrigued. You don't want to get the like visitor badge. No, like I wouldn't be intrigued in terms of like, let's go for like horror tourism. Yeah. It's kind of more like just like, I'd be curious. It's the same. It'd be the same trip as me wanting to go to a ley line or a ley line connection. Mm. Um, and I don't know. I'm intrigued by it. It doesn't scare me as much as a lot of people. I think a lot of people. I also think it's because I removed the Transylvania thing from it. Because, like, yeah. that I, I feel like it's kind of silly. I think that falls to the, the yeah. background, like, fairly yeah. quickly. Yeah. But I don't know. Definitely check it out. Say the name one more time. Hoya Baku. There we so go. So it's H-O-I-A space B-A-C-U-I. I-I-U. C-I-U. Baku. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I can't spell. And it is in Romania. And definitely look it up. Especially look at pictures of the trees because they are beautiful. If you're familiar with, I don't think I said this before, if you're familiar with the Black Forest in Northern Ireland, definitely that kind of vibe. Very beautiful. So definitely check it out. Um, And yeah, learn some really cool things. There's a really interesting 15-minute documentary that was posted on youtube about it we'll put that in the show notes if you're interested in looking at it because it just kind of gave a really good synopsis about it yeah the the narrator um is solid and i would say has highlights both gentlemen oh yeah that we spoke about yeah um and it has a little bit of the stuff that we we highlighted as well um it's i would say one of the more succinct ones yeah it's pretty good it's It's a good one yeah but yeah, with that, thank you for listening to The Night Society, where we talk about, you know, monsters, myths, legends. Crying Madonnas in oh people's God. living rooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Tangents are great. Um, I hope you all have a fantastic Halloween and Samhain and enjoy the crisp Octoberness that's out there with some apple cider. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or want to say hi that's cool too email us at we are okay retro at gmail.com with uh the night society and the subject line and we hope you have a really amazing full moon in aries is that where we're at that's where we're at full moon in aries enjoy it ride the wave man is that good eh who knows <laughs> <laughs>